For many people, including my own childhood, Christmas was a production. Literally, it, it was a production. I remember auditioning for The Second Son one year, and I got the part, but I ended up on the editing room floor. Uh, my, my mother was producer and director. She orchestrated things. My father, once he got the movie camera with the light, which could make the sun look like a shadow, and everybody is squinting their eyes, and people are opening presents and throwing paper everywhere. And remember the year we, my brother and I got dressed, and we were told that we had to return to our pajamas, uh, wardrobe, and so we had to look like we just woke up again. So. It, it, you know, that's what I'm sure other people do those things too, but it's, you know, pictures f to show whom. Are we, you know, like send them to relatives? Oh, we had Christmas, look at the pictures, we are great. Um, but, you know, and then everything had to be perfect, like for the dinner, and everything had to look, the table was set, and that's all good, but it kind of gets away from what we all know is true. It's like we do it, but. It, it's kind of like something that has a beginning and an end. Okay, there we have it. Cut, print, and we'll watch it later and enjoy and see how it doesn't really capture the true meaning. We can't measure Christmas. We can't measure something that is so great and so wonderful. We can't compartmentalize it. We have to, to see what it is. And, and it's truly about the birth of a child. But more than just a child, it is God coming into the world. And it's not something that Jesus is born and then that's it. That's at the beginning of the gospel. The gospel continues and it goes on and on, unfolding the story of our salvation as Christ matures. If you'll notice, it said twice in the gospel that he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Swaddling clothes is not something you wear when you go swaddling. I mean, most people don't care. It's like, okay, swaddling clothes, let's get on so we can get home, we can eat, or open the gifts. Swaddling, what does that mean? He was wrapped tightly. It's what you do with little children, unless they get cold. They can't handle it. Keep some more, but you don't keep them in swaddling clothes forever. Eventually, you unwrap them, and they grow, and you have to take care of them, and feed them, and clean them, and change diapers, and, but they mature into something more than just the infant they were. They can walk, they can talk, they can do things, and they're growing towards something greater, just what Christmas is. It's not, we have Christmas, it's over today, everything on the curb, get that Christmas tree out of here, let's get the house back to looking the way it was. Christmas is a season that begins today and continues throughout the Epiphany. It's a time in which it unfolds and grows and becomes greater. It is the completion of the theological virtues in which our faith leads us to the season of Advent, which is hope, and our hope bears fruit in charity and love, not in relief or uh, ill feelings toward another person or regretting that you didn't get what you asked for, because we have received Jesus, the child, and parents who receive birth of their child, they just don't leave them at the hospital, they don't leave them at home and go, no, they care for them. They enjoy them, they look at them, they study them. 
gets their attention. That's what Christmas is meant to be, that it is the result of our faith. It is the promise before us. The promise that we hope for is there, and so we hold tightly to that promise because that hope continues because the promise is with us. That is the Christmas that we truly need to celebrate, the one that does not end today, the one that begins today and grows each day and matures each day that leads us to the season of Easter in which the Christmas that we received comes to full bloom in the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which shows us that the promise was not false. It was true that that child grew in maturity and suffered and died on the cross that we might have that eternal hope of the joy of an eternal Christmas, that we will be with our family in heaven forever, that we will share the joy of the Father. That is what Christmas begins for us, taking us back to the beginning, to reminding us of what is true, of the joy and the hope that God promises all began with the child who was born helpless, away in a stable with his parents and not much else, beginning with simplicity, but growing into something greater. And that is our hope, that we see that our Christmas is that time in which we embrace the promise, we recall it, and it gives us that joy and the ability to love. Because that's what the reason is that Jesus came into the world to teach us how to love. And that great gift, if we watch it, if we nurture it, if we study it, if we, we truly look into the life of Christ, we will see that he loved each and every moment of his life, an example for us. And everything he went through, he went for, through for us. Not only uh, in his actions, but as an example for us, for us to learn how to love, to not give up, to persevere to the end. And that is what we should do, is persevere in our Christmas. Not stop today, but continue to rejoice in it each and every day, that that joy may grow, not diminish, but it does grow so that we can share that joy with the world. And the world is always in need of great joy. We can't expect it to come from somewhere else. It has to come from us. It has to come from inside of us, we who have faith and who have hope that we may show love and charity.